What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman, and guys, I hope, uh, guys, I, I got another update. Uh, this was from uh, this update came from Paul Schwartz, a beat writer for the New York media or for the New York Post, you know, you could say. Um, but guys, um, Paul Schwartz was saying something that really uh, came to mind. You know, obviously we have. Obviously, the big, you know, situation with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones and the contract, you know, the contracts these guys, hopefully both of these guys get. Um, he was, he, you know, Paul Schwartz was, he was, um, he was saying something, it was more of a question uh, than, uh, than uh, something random. You know, he was saying something that really uh, got me... Like, he was saying something. He was saying something that kept on overplaying in my head, that kept on playing over in my head all the time. You know, he was saying this: what the Giants do with Saquon Barkley looms over off season. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so here, hearing him say that, you know, it, it sucks because. And it's actually true too, because when you think about it, you don't like like put yourself in Joe Shane's shoes. Put yourself in this. Put yourself in a in 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 a young GM's shoes who's entering his second season as a general manager. And right off the bat, you gotta you gotta you you gotta make a tough decision on who you want to pay, because. Both play, you know, both players had tremendous seasons, you know, but now you got to make a tough decision on who deserves, who deserves a contract, you know, either it's Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley. And it's going to, it's tough though, because you guys, you guys, you guys uh, hear me all the time, you know, explaining different scenarios on how this could go. You know, and you guys heard you guys heard me say this all the time. It could, you know, it's either it's either gonna be it's either Daniel Jones. It's gonna either be Daniel Jones with Saquon Barkley, and the only the only way that can happen is if you know if to be honest, it hurts to say this, but you pay Saquon the long term contract, and you find a way to franchise tag Daniel Jones. Or unless Joe Shane can find a way to, he can find a way to save up some more money. Maybe that should be enough to pay, uh, um, um, Daniel Jones. Joe Shane doesn't want to franchise tag Daniel Jones. He wants to pay both of these guys long term. But how is he gonna do that? You know, that's the question. So it's tough. You know. A lot, you know, a lot of you guys were telling me, oh, Justin, he should, Justin, he should sign, oh, he should sign, um, we're in the quarterback's league now, he might as well just sign Daniel Jones, because it's not hard to find another running back, I get that, but will that other running back take the toll like Saquon did, like, that's, that, that's where I'm coming from, you know, but look it. Here's what here's what I have to say about this whole thing. You know, look, a case can be made 
for the Giants to bring back Saquon because he is the best player on their offense, no question. And he is the face of the franchise. And because his leadership, media relations, and standing in the community are all next level, this guy should have several productive years ahead of him. Despite the, the despite the demanding position he plays, a case also can be made for the Giants to move on from Barkley because it is unwise, although certainly not un- uh, although you know all, uh, it's certainly not unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented. Okay, I said it right. You know, I was trying I was trying to figure out a word. To, uh, I was trying to figure out to say that word. But look at. To sign a running back to a hefty uh to uh to sign a running back to a hefty second uh contract, going down that road would literally allow for no detours as far for taking into account any of his off the chart intangibles on you know or the possible negative effect his absence would have on the operation in general and on quarterback Daniel Jones, who is one of his best friends on the team in particular. You know, so look at what to do with Barkley. It, it clearly looms over the Giants' plan of attack for the offseason. Even though the financial outlay to keep Daniel Jones off the market, off the open market, will be far more costly because quarterbacks are they cost more than running backs. You know, but look, look at Daniel Jones' presence in the huddle of, in 2023 is really not up for debate in the minds of, of uh, GM Joe Shane and head coach Brian Dayball. Daniel Jones will return for a fifth season as the starting quarterback, one way or another. The Giants prefer it to be on a multi-year contract. Five years is optimal for the team. That eases the salary cap hit in 2023. Five years, $190 million in the ballpark. But the fallback, you know, of the franchise tag of of $32.4 million is, you know, for the 2023 season is available. Though an option neither side, you know, that right there, that's an option neither side wants to see transpire. You know, um, the first day the Giants can use the franchise tag is Tuesday. And the last day is March 7th. If necessary, the tag can be used on Daniel Jones as a placeholder to keep him off the market. Teams can start negotiating with free agents March 13th, while a longer deal is negotiated. But that tag would literally would mean $32.4 million would be unavailable for the Giants to use in free agency. That would literally put a crimp in Joe Shane's plans. As tagging Daniel Jones would temporarily eat up most of the Giants' $44.4 million in cap, uh, cap space, the two sides would have until July 15th to work out a multi-year deal where Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones would have to play on a one-year deal. You know, so like if you're Daniel Jones and you're hearing and you're hearing like Joe Shane trying to make a decision, trying to make a decision on like I think there is a good possibility that Daniel Jones plays on a one-year deal, you know, because I mean, you look at God, I mean, you guys heard me say this before. We don't know what Daniel Jones can do with a good receiving core. We don't know what he can do behind a good offensive line. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would say that he's going to look very similar, very similar to Josh Allen because 
he plays like Josh Allen. Isn't it not? Isn't it? Doesn't it sound? Doesn't it make sense? I mean, when you look at both of the guys, they're not different. They're they both they're both the same height. They both they're both almost the same. They both almost weigh the same. The way that the, the way these two play is very similar. The only difference is that Josh Allen he's a little bit more aggressive, you know. But back to what I was saying, I think it's very understandable. Daniel Jones would would play for the franchise tag. Not that the Giants don't believe in him, but they all but they're doing it probably to keep Saquon Barkley. You know, <clears throat> and then you know we can let's see what he can do. And then if Daniel Jones somehow takes you to a deeper playoff run, let's say to the NFC Championship game, you know, then Joe Shane, I can see him giving him. I can see, I can see Joe Shane definitely giving Daniel Jones a long-term contract. And that right there, I just said it: four years, one hundred ninety million dollars. Would definitely be it, you know. And if Daniel Jones keep, if he can somehow keep on playing at a high level, those number, those money numbers are going to move up, you know. <coughs> you know, I mean, look what like look what Jalen Hurts did with the Philadelphia Eagles, you know. A lot, you know, the the Eagles, you know, this was this was a big, this was like no one thought Jalen Hurts was going to play at this high of a level. Same thing with Daniel Jones. No one knows what he can do with 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 that great of a receiving court, you know? So let's see what happens. Let's see what he can do. Give him some good receivers. Give him some good offense, you know, keep building that offensive line. And if he can still take you to the playoffs and if he can still if now look if Daniel Jones takes you to the Super Bowl, and that's a whole different that's a whole different story. If Daniel Jones takes you to the Super Bowl, and if he not only does that but he wins you a Super Bowl, then you gotta pay him you gotta pay him more than one hundred million dollars. You gotta pay Daniel Jones at least at least somewhere around three hundred to four hundred million. If he take if he doesn't if let's say Daniel Jones goes into a second year in Brian Dayball's system and he takes you to the Super Bowl and he wins you a Super Bowl. You gotta you gotta give him you gotta pay him you gotta pay him more. You know because uh, Patrick Mahomes he he didn't get he didn't only he didn't only get paid one hundred million dollars when he won his first Super Bowl. He got a ten year deal. This guy got paid baseball money. You know he got a ten year what? A five a five a five million dollar contract, five hundred million dollar contract, you know, for uh forty million guaranteed. For I think it was four hundred million. But Patrick Mahomes got a huge contract, you know. So that's what Dan. I can I can somehow see that happening, you know. But look at back to what I was saying. Look. Daniel Jones was not, he was not thrilled that the new regime came in and immediately declined to pick up his fifth year option, which would have paid him $22.3 million for the 2023 season. That was Joe Shane's way of saying, prove to us you deserve the money. 
And Daniel Jones went out, stayed healthy, showed you know an affinity for Dayball's offense, and to help the Giants get into the playoffs for the first time since 2016, he proved it to Joe Shane and Brian Dayball that he belong that he belongs in New York. <coughs> you know, so look, Daniel Jones and you know intensely wants to stay, but there's. There's no, you know, there's no such thing as a hometown discount when it comes to contracts of starting quarterbacks. Player representation is concerned with winning the negotiation. Is, you know, player representation is concerned with winning the negotiation to show the next crop of college athletes that, you know, that signing with them in the ticket to the biggest bucks, you know. Most often, there is really no consideration about what is good for the Giants. Though Daniel Jones taking a few less bucks would help Joe Shane provide him with upgraded weapons. You know, in some ways, figuring out what Barkley is worth is easier. He was the number two, you know, he was the number two overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. Nick Chubb went to the Browns with the third pick of the, of the second round. The 35th player selected, you know, um... Both, you know, both players are highly productive running backs at big-time college programs. Saquon Barkley at Penn State, Nick Chubb at Georgia. Barkley was far more, uh, you know, heralded entering the NFL. You know, after five seasons, look at it. <clears throat> after five seasons, there is no argument to be made regarding which player has been more durable and dependable. Barkley had played in 60 of 82 games. Chubb had played in 75 of 82 games. You know, Chubb has basically, you know, surpassed 1,000 yards in all five seasons. This man ran for 996 yards as a rookie. In his career of four, his career of 4,249 rushing yards and 29 touchdowns. Nick Chubb has averaged 5.2 yards per attempt. Barkley has averaged 4.5. Barkley is by far the more productive receiver. You know, this guy has. What two Saquon Barkley went from 247 to 1,000, you know, 1,000 uh, yards with eight touchdowns compared to Nick Chubb, who had 119 to 990 yards with only four touchdowns. Nick Chubb has lost, he's lost six fumbles to Barkley's, to Barkley, who Saquon only lost two. He only lost the ball twice. That's it. <coughs> now, look at. Now, Bart, now Saquon torn, torn an ACL in Week 3 in 2020 is obviously a huge factor in assessing his career production, but his reconstructive uh, knee surgery is part of his resume. His 2022 season of 1,312 uh, rushing yards was a career high, but he was surpassed by Chubb, who ran for 1,525 yards. You know, Nick Chubb was third in the NFL in rushing behind Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry. And Saquon was fourth. You know, th- like, you guys have to understand. There are, there are always factors to consider when comparing the numbers of two players. The capability of the offensive line. The inability of the passing game to relieve the pressure of a stacked box. But there is no reasonable argument that Saquon Barkley, who just turned 26 years old, should be paid more than Nick Chubb. Who, Nick Chubb, he's going to be turning 27 years old in December. You know, three years, like three years into his rookie contract, 
The Browns gave Chubb a three-year extension for only $36 million with $20 million in guaranteed money. $20 million in guaranteed money. You know, like, it comes as no surprise that the Giants, you know, intentional offer to Barkley during the bye week in November was for three years and right around $37.5 million. Essentially the same deal as Chubb. You know, adjusted for inflation, Barkley's camp then shot for the moon asking for the $16 million per year Christian McCaffrey uh, Christian McCaffrey makes to set the running back standard. Clearly, neither side at the time was desperate to get something done. You know, <clears throat> you know, as of the latest talks, a gap still exists. The Giants, look it, hear me out. The Giants are not going to go much higher than an annual average of $12.5 million. Now, look at they could increase their offer as far as guarantees. The Giants have little interest in having Barkley play the 2023 season on the franchise tag for only $10.1 million because they are unwilling to eat up so much of their cap, sp- cap space on a running back. In the first year of Nick Chubb's new contract, which was in 2021, his salary cap his salary cap number was only $4.7 million. That is more in line with what the Giants are thinking. That's that is way more in line with, with what the Giants are thinking for for Saquon. You know, now look at <coughs> last thing before I, here's the last thing before I continue my soliloquy. As the Giants Walter Payne NFL Man of the Year nominee. Saquon Barkley is an, you know, he is an established good guy in the New York, New Jersey area. The franchise means something to him. And he has said he realizes his past injuries will have a negative impact on his asking price. No question. He's right. You know? So obviously the question I'm trying to get answered is how willing is he, how willing is, you know, how willing he is. Oh, it's not a question. It's not a question. Here's what I have to say to what Saquon had to say. How willing he is to, you know, to suppress the money ego a component while trying to figure out which team out there will come up with a better offer clearly will determine his future. You know, look at like it's look at it's easy. It is easy to envision Daniel Jones not playing for the Giants in 2023. No, it's not. The same cannot be said for Saquon Barkley. That's all I'm saying. You know, I don't like, like I said, who knows what the hell is going to happen? None of us know what's going to happen. You know, because both of these guys obviously mean so much to the Giants because we are in the quarterback's league. You know, but like I said before, your quarterback can't succeed without, without talent. You know, so... Is Joe Shane gonna is Joe, is Joe Shane gonna take my word for it? Probably not. You know. But all I'm like, if I'm Joe Shane, look. If I'm Joe Shane, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell myself this. Oh yeah, we are in the quarterback's league, but my quarter but your court even though we're in a quarterback's league, your quarterback can't succeed without talent. That's what Saquon Barkley is. He's talent. And Daniel Jones. Is the quarterback. If I'm Joe Shane, I'm thinking about that. But guys, that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this crate. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this the uh, 
that crazy update by Paul Schwartz. No, and I hope you guys enjoyed my long my long talk about what Paul Schwartz had to say about that. Um, and yeah, guys, I'll keep you guys updated about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. So stay tuned. But until the, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. But until then, until we meet again, I'm out. Peace.